I am thinking, oh, this is going to be like Westworld. Like, we're going to start feeling some type of empathy for the host. Nope, nope, that's not what happened. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new series on HBO Max called Raised by Wolves. Or is it right? Yes, yeah, Raised by Wolves, not with Wolves, because I really wanted to say that. Season one, episode one, titled appropriately Raised by Wolves. This episode was directed by Ridley Scott. If you don't know that name. He did Alien, one of my favorite movies of all time, Gladiator and the Martian. This episode was written by Aaron Guzikowski, Guzikowski, who worked on Prisoners and The Red Road, which is actually a really good show. If you have not watched that, that has Jason Momoa in it and his lovely wife, Lisa Bonet, but not as prominently. It was an interesting enough one or two seasons this episode premiered september 3rd of 2020 and i gave this first one an 8.6 out of 10 i was in this or interested in this show i should say because of two things really scott (laughs) and travis fimmel who is the character you're introduced as marcus in this episode i wasn't sure We were going to see him in the premiere because halfway through, I was like, I don't know how we get all these other people, but I'm so happy to see his face. It's kind of weird that he has American accent, but I'm rolling with it. If you don't know who Travis Fimmel is, you probably have never watched Vikings. And let me tell you, I have never went back to that show ever since he left it because that is how much I love fucking Ragnar Lothbrok. And I just, ref- I can't even reconcile those other kids. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Okay. They, it, it was Travis Fimmel that brought me to that damn show. And without him, I could not stay. So what is the premise here? Two androids are tasked with raising human children on a mysterious virgin planet. As the human colony threatens to be torn apart by religious differences The androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. That is the premise of the episode. I didn't know what we were going to get the first time in, but I was strapped in for the ride. I really like the cinematography. They did a wonderful job of that. There's this bleakness to everything, but I would be remiss if I didn't say the last 15 minutes is definitely when I was like okay let's play episode two the first eh, mostly halfway through were very interesting things for me but I can see it being uh (laughs) not quite as much but it it was a necessary build-up particularly for the character I think the most of mother Seeing where she came from and then seeing where she busted out at the end was an important journey to be seen because it does set up this immediate conflict. And I am very intrigued to see where this goes. The show has also been renewed for a second season already. So I always like to hear that because that says that there's faith that people have watched it through and they're happy with what they see and they want more. Before we do jump into the recap, just going to do some light housekeeping. So tomorrow is the second of the month and we will be 
officially on our way into October with a few new shows coming up. Tomorrow we will be doing episode two of Utopia, which is on Amazon Prime. We'll be doing Vicariously Merlin, season three, episode four and five. And then next week, we get some Halloween added to our roster on Friday. But before then, Sunday, we have episode 8 of Doom Patrol, 13 Reasons Why on Monday, episode 12, Raised by Wolves, episode 2 on Tuesday. We'll be doing a Walking Dead season 10 wrap-up pod on Wednesday the 7th, Utopia episode 3 on Thursday, and then The Haunting of Bly Manor on Friday. I really hope this does not cause me trauma. The first one did not, so I'm hoping the second one, because you know in the second season, they'll be like, well, let's up up the uh, scare factor. Let's not, okay? It was already high enough where it needed to be in season one. I already got to watch it during the day. If it gets scarier, I might have to fuck this shit. I'm out because I'm not about to have that stress in my life. Then we're going to end the week with Merlin once again, season three, episode six and seven, and Doom Patrol, episode nine. So if you want to send feedback, you can send that to blackrocouch.gmail.com. And now let's jump into the recap. We start with the voiceover of Campion, who remarks, no matter what happened, mother and father would keep them safe. That's what they always knew. We see Kepler-22b, a craft that lands narrowly, voiding going down into a crater. It's our first introduction to mother and father, who both in their programming is meant to look after the other's well-being. And he saves her while telling a joke after retrieving a few essential items from the craft before it falls but she looks down and says it is retrievable now why didn't they retrieve it in all the time the four years that they were there and then did these children accelerate growth or has it been more than four years and that's just the one marker i wrote down not entirely sure on that but the joke he says is what did the magnet say to the woman and it's something like when i saw your backside i was repelled but when i saw your front i found you attractive I thought this was a mating joke and considering what happened next a little apropos I may be reading a little bit too much into it but there's just this saying um if you've ever watched the movie it's a really bringing up her name once again Lisa Bonet it's a really long time ago but they did this kind of silent piece about what it would be like to be a first people right and the thing of it is since we're descended by apes apes I should say, you know that they mate by hitting it from the back. That's how we made it for a really long time. Uh, and sometimes it would be like, hey, let me get my ass up in there if I can. But once man and woman started turning around and having sex in a, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Missionary position. So to speak, it's face to face. A man was able to finally see uh, the attractiveness of woman and notice that the or the act of love making, I should say, became romantic at that part when attraction was brought into and not just base instinct to, hey, my dick is hard and I need to put it in something and you're the most viable candidate. And it will also get you pregnant, which is the, the benefit of the woman. So it goes from this very primitive thing that animals do to this very romantic thing that 
we animals continue to do. And yeah, I don't know if I was reading way too much into that, but that's where I got with that joke. Then we have the next scene where they set up their tent, which is awesome. And you notice that mother looks very sexless. There's no defining uh, feminine features about her. Like she doesn't have boobs. She doesn't have hips. She doesn't have anything that would just state a mother. And yet she's, and she's got these little holes inside of her in which uh, some tubes are inserted. And she says, and he says, the father, that the first trimester is about to begin. And after nine months, we later see father, since in its time, brings water after it has been building shelter. He has, I should say. He tries to tell another joke while she's going through the labor whatever because it wasn't really labor but you know what I meant because in every delivery room you always got that one dude or got your man standing there trying even in love to make it feel better when really I honestly feel like this is why back in the day men were not allowed in there it wasn't because you know they really didn't want to be in there but even if they did they're like nope you are not helping you got to get the fuck out i know everyone wanted to throw my ex out of the damn room including me then they have these tiny ass little babies ready after being gestated in these containers meant to mimic a womb one baby isn't um born alive so their their programming is to break it down and feed it to the others which is it sounds really crass but you know these are not people who can make milk (laughs) they're not actual biological creatures to them so yeah organic matter as sick and disgusting as that sounds would have been the way in which you would help the others survive and she lays it against her chest in an age old just dna tradition of being a mother uh and hums while crying and then the baby breathes while father is touched by this he did mention a directive several times they named the baby campion after their creator he's also the youngest of the first generation there was never a second generation but she made her one by the end of this episode but this is interesting that there is a creator of them named campion so i hope we're going to get more of that backstory when he was trying to get them babies to eat and was like you want to eat this and they was like no i do not (laughs) i don't know what that is but it don't look good oh there were some very heartwarming moments in here and then the voiceover comes once again with campion remarking how mother and father never took time for themselves but ensured that they were cared for and their happiness and then he says what happened wasn't their fault the future is invisible even for androids and i'm like oh that don't sound great we can see campion is already the troublemaker <laughs> she turns around and definitely every mother yelling at their child get your ass down from there what the hell are you doing up there get down as father discovers the head of a very large animal which this is a virgin planet what the fuck happened here there's so much to be mined and i'm a history buff so whatever they want to build these worlds up as i'm so ready for it 
then these two lift this large animal skull like it is nothing with her even flexing with one arm like mm -hmm, i'm even stronger than you that comes into play later on little tally walks off and into a really large crater and does not make it and campion remarks that the world isn't like our parents it doesn't care about us being happy or when we die then the babies get sick and i was like y'all don't know how to put like i understand that you needed the ventilation in the roof but why couldn't i mean these are androids so i got a whole different <laughs> set of rules for what they should be able to do and not do but i think it's very clear by the end of this episode that they don't even know what the fuck they're capable of and may have been downplaying their own shit if they had known what they knew then and that's kind of part of this story it's almost like the loss of children is what is able to over program this one androids uh <laughs> goes a little crazy but in her grief and her absolute depression man it's crazy but the babies do get sick with Devon being the first and after four years I think it was four years after this point so yeah maybe it's been about eight years uh there's only two children left Campion and Speria Campion is becoming disillusioned with anything meaningful besides his parents at this point then we get a little history lesson from mother herself when she's talking to both children Campion and Speria that the Mytharics an advanced society has religious beliefs that prohibit certain things such as androids raising human children it is considered to be a sin so those androids then sent an ark of their own with stasis pods rather than or i should say the humans because i'm not sure how this went right is the humans that left that are on the ark and went away from earth are maybe there because the androids actually did i don't know i feel like i'm a little confused here because then she says so the androids sent an ark with stasis pods rather than the lighter faster craft that the atheist sent the androids in so she's referencing you know the faster stuff for her people but the hmm maybe i just wrote it down in my notes wrong and it really is just what the androids decided to do in response to them saying they're not allowed to raise human children and she says belief is uh, belief in the unreal can comfort the mind but also weaken it uh, they were made by atheists and their experiment is to believe in the human or get humans to believe in itself than a higher deity and there's a definite back and forth argument to be had about this but they didn't go so much into it this episode so i'm not i'm sure we'll explore it a lot more campion points out that they did win the war meaning the religious folks uh and wonders if praying will make speria better and she says it will not only science can and that we can never continue to grow we will never continue to grow by seeking solace in a fantasy uh, and that he must resist the urge when he points out that science did not save the others so she's trying to say you know maybe and, and like i said there's a lot here 
that can be digested and it's campy and trying to understand that like you're trying to tell me science is everything and yet science did not help me um with my family i still lost them so maybe if i did pray maybe that will work you're telling me it's not but you're also having me believe in something that hasn't proven itself uh actual helpful at this point in my life uh as an eight-year-old boy she tells them him that they are both for atheists and the path to progress now this is my only issue with this whole premise of any show is that when it comes to religion only you can choose it i don't i'm not of the mindset that you sit there and like i can tell you hey i believe and that's how the sentence should go we believe they believe not you should believe we are no he's not he's never accepted that you are trying to brainwash him into a cult that is what that's called and that's why i don't like that type of and people can shit on me for it because the same thing with i feel about christian like if you forcing your kid to go to church and they really don't even want to be there and they ain't taking home no message but you forcing them every damn sunday i'm like what, what are we doing here i get what you're <laughs> like take them once or twice but my mama did it for 18 whole damn years and it wasn't even about writing the church but that's a whole other story that we're not going to get into right now point of it is i have my reasonings i'm sure these people think they have their reasonings but there's a lot of in between here that can be and should be discussed then she says to talk about the number five and how it manifests in life i didn't do too much googling other than to point out that uh the number five in numerology is the expression of personal freedom which is kind of funny <laughs> like you get to express your own personal freedom which is fine like i said you can tell it's like you have to present both cases you can't just present one uh father sees what looks like a craft in the sky doesn't tell mother very lovely moonshot here and campion wakes to spiria gone and the moment father uh, needed to take her from mother was another strong indication like she could not even release her pose of having her second to last child be gone and then he begins to bury her and then she tries to tell campion to be strong but he but she begins to break down father's like we should get you taken care of but she is pushing past her programming by saying no you will continue and of course father cares about her understands what she's going through and he does bury their last child or second to last child then we have father catching campion praying over some vegetables and he tells his son don't catch your mother or don't let your mother catch you doing that and this is the more proper reaction here he's like look i have my beliefs and he clearly even at the end and he's talking to her he's like you know he <laughs> you know our way of thinking may not make it we've done our best but that's all we can do like we told him why we think the things we think but we cannot force this boy nor should we isolate him from his own people we have campion very despondent not eating so mother is able to imitate spirit's voice to try to encourage him to go to sleep and to eat he points out that he can't remember the others and he really wants her to be there 
and that mother has perfect recall which that's not very surprising and then mother is able to resemble Spira a trick she didn't know she could do this was the first sign of things to come father goes out to where their ship is and campion follows he wants to contact the mythic people the last of mankind he says the war is over and that these people will take care of him um after mother and father is there and they're like yeah they could repair us they could take care of us but i'm not sure they will um because they're the enemy however he does allow him have that pipe dream of sure maybe we can be all together (laughs) in the future soon then he goes down to the ship and he is unable he finds some plastic was there a reference to that that i wasn't unaware of because we didn't go back to it the rope frays and he gets back up son say i thought he was gonna fall down and die at this moment (laughs) so i was very surprised he made his ass back up there and he says don't tell mother that we're doing this he said that beforehand Uh, like when are we gonna tell her when it's too late for her to do anything about it (laughs) and then they also he also tells him and i think this is an important part of parenting as well breaking down you know this whole idea that you don't need anything to in, in which to believe in even if you are supposedly atheist um where he says hey we told this lie to you as kids so that you guys would not mess with the craters that there were poisonous snakes down here but there are no poisonous snakes they're already gone and we did it to protect you so this is idea of there are certain realities in which you will live in at a certain time in your life where you will not understand the world around you and the only person that is in a sense your god your your leading person i mean every child your parents are your lead in this world they're at your mercy um you are given or living into what reality they put you in (laughs) you know if you have your child raised to believe in santa claus wait until he's 13 and find out that shit ain't real that's why i never told my daughter there was a fucking santa claus i'm like so there's santa claus but let me tell you right now is mommy i'm not saying you can't participate (laughs) i'm not about to start off with no horrible lies that really gonna be making me look like a fool in hindsight so i mean to each their own that's just my personal two cents so they did not make contact and that's unfortunate because things turn bad for father he goes home mother goes into sleep mode and begins flying and then sees what i'm guessing is a flashback of a battle in which she looked less human and more robotic before waking and then telling father who wants to do a systems check that she ain't been fixed in a while and he ain't been letting her be fixed because she said no that she was flying uh she refuses to admit to campion well she says when campion asks like oh uh are you gonna break down yeah i am uh however by the time that happens you won't need me anymore she then scarily interrogates campion about what he was doing all day and he's like okay so me and daddy went and did this thing then she confronts confronts father and he tells her look we failed we came here with 12 embryos we only had six children i'm not understanding all that time why they couldn't have just taken that rope gotten there and got the mother six embryos unless they were too damaged i'm not sure 
he tries to oh and in the next scene that's an impossibility he tries to help her wants to get her system checked but she ain't she ain't about this not only did he not tell her about the people being there this whole thing about failing that's not happening for her so she kills him impales him and then rips his shit out and i was like damn i'm not sure if she's going to get because i feel weird that we're never going to see father again um and then i did read the premise it said two of them so unless this is really the end of this story (laughs) i feel like the androids have a possibility of coming back because i noticed they didn't show the killing of jen as well i think there's something to be said there and the fact that jen is a much older model and she or the rest of them are or yeah her and father are older ones and he's a newer one i should say can't be in a fooled when he comes back and sees mother who's you know she's back in her memories i like that indication when she's like yeah i'm flying um <laughs> and he goes down to the ship to make contact because he's like what do you mean father's gone what do you mean he broke down he was just fine he was better than you and we had plans that made a whole lot more sense than what you're talking about right now She's going feral as he's making contact with the ship and then the ship is destroyed because he ends up turning it on. Uh, She's digging up bones. I'm not sure if she was doing fur. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. But maybe she was just in in mode. Poor kid though. Campion discovers her, lays down next to her because she's down for the count for some days. Is what I'm guessing because they said they got it a few days ago, the signal and when she wakes there are people now on the planet she tells campion do not tell them what she is <laughs> no sense in that and i was saying the same thing i'm like girl you need to work on your playing human a lot better we finally get travis femmel looking not like ragnar at all and i don't care but he is from the ark with two other people his name is marcus i didn't get the other two guys other than one is a cleric and the other is an army person. And they are the last of Earth's refugees. Mother is very uh, not liking the one guy that was a fighter. I didn't know what her reaction was to him, but it definitely was a reaction. And they point out that you have some really good land here. And I was like, they're going to take this shit. But it's not even about that. <laughs> it's just hey we're hungry can you actually feed us because you have enough food around here because it's been worked by all these androids over the years to feed an army so campion's like yeah of course we can feed you and of course it's also pointed out that you guys signaled us i didn't we didn't come looking for you we didn't stumble upon your man you asked for help so i was like Ooh, well here comes the conquer why was so wrong about that campion serves food and talks about how there were eight of them now there's two of them mom and me father died a few days ago and that one of the well he's told i should say that one of the rank is an actual android named jen mother introduces herself as lamia and i could not contain myself i know (laughs) mimi is gonna say something in this feedback (laughs) makes it clear that they can land their ark on the other side of the equator because she don't want them here 
make several attempts to get them to leave they're like well it's gonna be too cold to get back to our ship so they ask to spend the night and campion is championing this and so she's like you will leave first light she puts them in the pod with the android Jin as security says goodnight to him in the human camp they are completely and absolutely aware that she is an android like oh you couldn't tell <laughs> and ascertain how they got to the planet so fast and that the settlement has been here for years so they must have gotten here in a much smaller ship like they figured it out pretty quickly and then they say an orphan boy that dwells in an empty land is a part of some foretold prophecy in which he is supposed to be a prophet that leads to mythic mysteries or discover mythic mysteries but travis Fimmel, marcus character says that hey if they got here so fast we may not even be alone which is another great uh titillation about what's going on, on this planet uh and on this land and we need not to be <laughs> we need to take it slow but he does agree to take the boy in the morning because not only could uh this android be malfunctioning it also could be a killer and i was like i don't think so nah. <laughs> jen is tasked with handling mother if she's a problem and jen was not up to that task he's like oh it shouldn't have been no problem we hear the next morning i'm glad we got right to it of marcus explaining to him hey i have a son on that uh arc which fucked up then explains that we have animals have you ever seen a mouse that we got 1000 people across the galaxy um he's trying to get the boy to leave but eventually jen has to step in because the mother does come out to be like uh, it's not happening and that's when jen steps in why did she push marcus but kill the others because she definitely saved him for a purpose and i'm not sure what it was was it because he was a parent himself and she couldn't but then she did not take them fucking like what kids did she we'll get to that um jen gets handled he handles her a little bit but then he gets all types of handled himself and then shit just turned cray because (laughs) lamia went ham she turns him back into her bronze self she chases down marcus's character gets back to his and maybe that's why she saved him because she wanted to know where his ship was but i felt she could have found that on her own he tries to turn engines on but it does not work because she has overridden it i didn't know if you put that together because i was like who would over oh she could do that and then she turns his entire ship a different color like what the hell is this android I ain't never seen no android can do all this. They ain't skipped Westworld of a few generations now. And then she gets on the ship. She cannot be shot. That's like a whole lot of pointless. And then he doesn't open his eyes. But she, I mean, she can kill him any other way. (laughs) She touches his face though, because he's got a scar on the side, like some burning. And then she tosses him out of the ship, takes it mimics him so that she can uh go up to the command now i wasn't expecting what happened next but i was like oh lord another point is 
she killed those men by looking at like what is this sonic thing she could do with her fucking eyes what is this but i do love the fact that he told the camp campion he's like don't look at her because <laughs> she tries to hug campion cam is like i'm not looking at you bitch because i just seen what you just did and it was horrid um so once she gets up to the arc she uses her sonic scream to annihilate everyone she's a killer queen got body dynamite with a laser beam there's a locked room she apparently can release code and break the wall kills everyone in command then sets the arc for a collision course with the rest of humanity dying (laughs) she just killed the rest of humanity then she takes herself an ultraviolet shower she doesn't see where are the children and i was like oh she gonna kidnap all these children she took six Oh my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness. You see Marcus on the ground, he's waking up, he tries to, he can use his little chest to, to talk to heaven, lord. Um, <laughs> that's the part where I was like, ah, massive eye roll. Um, but there were two landing parties that were on the planet already, so there are more people. She didn't kill everyone, but she definitely killed everyone on the ark. It will not be landing its ass and the rest of its many things on this planet. Then, I'm sorry, she didn't take six. She took five children to replace the family that she lost for a campion. She now covers her eyes to show the kids that she's not a threat to them, which is smart. But when she's like, campion, make your new friends happy. I've got other business to attend to. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up he finishes the episode with i now know i am not safe with her (laughs) that there was something hiding in her all this time but maybe there's something hiding in him too campion's gonna be our champion but lord jesus what is going like they're about to be under some serious control like i like she took out all them people like it was a day stroll they don't have much of a defense here all these people i still want to know why she saved travis Fennell's character maybe because she sent something like he lost a child too like he was lying he doesn't really have a son on the on the ship they lost a child during the war or something to that extent i'm not sure but this one thing i know travis Fennell can play is a damn daddy and i'm so here for it so that's my thoughts on this premiere episode. Let's jump into the feedback. You can send feedback two different ways. You can send it via audio or you can send it via written format to blackoutcouch at gmail.com. Tonight we got two up. First, Queen Shy. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I'm here to join you for another adventure. Um, this one was what Raised by Wolves, another series that you put on your schedule that I knew nothing about until it was on the schedule. Um, but this time, unlike Utopia, I wised up 
and uh, watch the trailer before I watched the episode. So I at least had an inkling and uh, inkling of an idea of what I was getting myself into. Of course, I love the sci-fi genre, um, fantasy genre. So, of course, I was on board to find out what this was about and am intrigued, my lovely word, as to what's going to happen in this show. Um, yeah, I don't have much time to do my feedback. Uh, my boys have a game tonight. Friday Night Lights is happening in the family. So I'm just going to keep it simple and to the point. Um, just like the characters, because you couldn't get more simple than father and mother <laughs> as far as names go. Um, <clears throat> and the main name that we needed to remember for the children apparently is Campion. So I'm very excited to see where his journey leads him, what his destiny is supposed to be about. It seems like uh, a few people were hinting at... Um, he has a higher purpose, some type of a prophet um, they were mentioning. Um, so, yeah, so that should be exciting to get into. I will say that the android mother, uh, that was the most, most amazing birth that I ever seen. Um, yes, you know, sign me up for that type of birth if I would have ever... want to have another kid which I don't but hey um it went down like that who knows how many kids people would have um yes so she was artificially inseminated kind of sorta uh with six embryos um that she and father were intending to raise to I'm assuming to start the human race on this planet because I think there were what three girls and three boys um so their I guess their purpose was to procreate and have babies and you know populate the earth or the wherever they were so that was interesting I didn't quite, if they explained it, I didn't quite understand why they were doing that. Like, what was the purpose? One thing I did notice is that, you know, although mother and father came down um, to do this mission, they still had, seemed to have two different objectives. Like, you know, the mom or mother, she was, uh, she, she was a leader. So everyone followed her lead and what she was doing. She seemed to have more of a knowing of what was happening or what they were what was about um whereas father was more of the second in command the follower of the two um so yeah i will say that scene that fight scene between her and the android was you know pretty badass um although i question this concept of or this idea that she's breaking down because she looks nowhere near like she's breaking down so quite not understanding what that's about and her powers those powers were very unexpected uh and very gross i could not uh 
people exploding oh gosh <laughs> i had to look away I, I yeah no that's not ugh. hopefully that's not something we'll have to see every episode because not here for that and so we have some explorers that came down after the signal that campion um put out to um i guess they're trying to find land uh, that they can colonize on or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just distracted because, like I said, I have this game to get to. So I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm very excited about um, what happens next. Um, I'm very interested in knowing because campion and mother are not on the same page and that was even he was questioning things even um before everything you know went sideways you know between the um the mother leaning more towards science and him uh wanting to have faith and believing in prayer so they were already on opposing ends of the spectrum um prior to the explorers coming down and you know him seeing mother murder pretty much <laughs> might as well say murder uh those uh those uh people so anyway um i'm gonna leave it at that uh, i'll have more to say as time goes on like i said i'm limited for time so i will have to end it here until next time much love Peace and black girl magic, queen of the couch. Shy. We got shy with her Friday night lights. Just plain ass normal, every day, no question about it, no NFL, no year, not named after a player, not named after a coach, not named after the referees, pet goldfish, no quarterback, dimeback, nickelback, simple, ordinary, unembellished, unmistakable, crystal clear, as frank as Frankenstein, as blunt as an atom bomb, one compound word, it's motherfucking goddamn sons of bitchin' fuck fuck fucking football! <laughs> I saw your shirt on Twitter, girl. I couldn't comment because, you know, I was doing this shit. But <laughs> it looked adorably cute. And so did your hair. I saw you, girl. You went to the boutician. Uh-huh. Um, so she out there getting her football on. I think if you covered everything, um, I think the question you had, I pretty much went over in the podcast of what I think is going on with these people in the sky. So I won't reiterate it that. Reiterate. <laughs> high last word but i hope your team wins and with that we will move on to queen mimi what up stina it's uh mimi i'm sending you my feedback for raised by wolves i'm pretty excited because i was logged into my on-demand hbo on xfinity the comcast box and I was looking for a race by wolves and I was like, oh, shoot, I think this is the show she said that's on HBO Max. I was like, dang it, I wonder if I can cancel it and then maybe get like the app for maybe like a trial period so I'm not paying for it twice. And then right on the screen, it said, if you have HBO on Xfinity, you can you will have HBO Max and no additional charge. And I was like, what? Yes. So I'm pretty excited about that. The bad news is I can't cancel the DC 
Uverse app because I renewed it for a year to get the discount and it already freaking renewed again. So I canceled it so I don't get paid next year, but I have it until August 2021, which is so stupid. Like, what is it even for? Everything I want to watch, like Doom Patrol. I don't know if I'm going to be watching Titans. I'm not going to say it's a hard no right now, but based off last season, it's a soft no for sure. Um, but um, I am pretty excited about um, being able to watch this show because it was actually really good. I knew it was about like uh, androids raising humans, but I don't know if I had really like I didn't go into depth. I don't I didn't watch the preview. I think I just heard it from someone. I knew you wanted to watch it and someone was telling me how good it was. So I was like, well, that's awesome. Now I know that that's going to be a good show. So I didn't even look it up because the girl that I work with that says that it was good, her and I enjoy most of the same shows. I don't think there is a show that she likes that I don't. So we're pretty similar taste. So she said it was good. I knew it was going to be good. So I am actually looking forward to this. This will not be a Chernobyl because it got my attention literally right off the bat. And I know it probably makes me a bad adult, but I tried to watch Chernobyl. I swear to y'all, I, I tried so hard. I was feeling like the worst adult ever because I could not like I would yawn three minutes in and then I would find myself playing um best fiends or looking on twitter or ig watching people's like music videos on youtube and then i would even like i put my phone away and then i would start to fall asleep like i could not get into it i really really wanted to watch it i tried but i couldn't so i was like this is the last episode i give up i'm not trying anymore i couldn't even get all the way through episode four so i was like i'm done i tagged myself out it's fine Y'all did a great job without me, so we're good. Okay, so enough of that. Um, Oh, one more thing. I don't know. I don't think we ever agreed to add the good doctor into our roster, but I just saw that the new season is going to start on November 2nd. So I'm just going to throw that out there that we could add that show to November's calendar. Just saying. Okay, so enough of my rambles. As you would call that housekeeping, Christina, I'm done with all of that. So let's get into my feedback. Uh, I just wrote down things that I either had questions about or, you know, things that really stood out to me. Um, I really, really liked this first um, episode it was really good. I really enjoyed beginning to the end. And I got to tell you all that ending threw me. I was not expecting it. I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. Um, the first question I had was like. Why did all those babies come out with dark hair and white skin, but then they were born and they grew up and they all of a sudden different races? I swear I didn't see no black or Asian kids at all. Lord, I don't know where I was, but my son just came out and he was making me uncomfortable. So I had to pause. So continue. I know I was talking about the races. I thought that was a little weird unless I missed something, but they all looked like white brown hair babies. I don't know how they all became different races. But then again, their mother was an android and she never really had them in her stomach i don't even know how that works and to be honest we don't even care so i just thought that was weird that they the races didn't really matter the babies morphed into whatever they want them to be um and the the other thing i was like the little girl tally tally i think her name was tally who walked into the little the hole like she was old enough to know better she looked like she was maybe like six or seven what kind of 
can y'all teach these children some survivor skills? If you're going to play and not pay attention, stay in the house. How hard is that? Like, I don't understand how she was so oblivious playing with the little stick doll that she just walked right in, over the edge into a giant hole. Like, that was the dumbest death I've ever seen. And I would be mad at my child if they died like that. I'm going to be sad. Don't get me wrong. But I think I'd be more pissed than anything. Like, I know I taught you better than that. Lord. Um, Champion. I knew he was going to be the sole survivor just because he had his brush with death at birth. And he came through like a G. So he made it. So I figured he was going to be strong enough. Um, And probably because he was sickly, he probably, you know, learned to adapt better. I don't. That's just a theory. I know um, usually kids that are premature or come with respiratory issues, if they can make it through to, you know, toddler age, usually they do pretty good. Um, some of them are more sickly than others, but it also depends on, you know, what the issue was. His was just like he just wasn't breathing and it could have been anything. They didn't have a doctor there. Could have just been fluid in his lungs and he needed to cough out. That literally could have been all it was. It didn't necessarily have to be respiratory issues. Um, But these are androids. And I think they have programming, but they don't really know. And I knew as soon as she put Champion in her chest and started singing, I was like, I don't think that's normal. Like, I knew right then that she wasn't like a normal android. I was like, the programming shouldn't say to do something like that. That's like a motherly thing, not a robot thing and programming can't teach you how to be a mom in my personal opinion speaking of mother um and her you know lack of android ish behavior um the whole time like when they had you know after the four died and there was only two left and i was like oh my gosh that you know what is that going to do to champion like losing all of his siblings being the sole survivor like that cannot be good for his mental health. Like he's going to be a hot mess. He's probably going to be so sad and depressed. Like poor thing. I was just so concerned with him mentally that I've never even thought that how this is going to affect that android mother because she clearly was not a normal android. When she morphed into her the the sister that died like, you know, the day or two before. Um, because Champion was so sad and he just missed her so much. And she was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. I was like, OK, that was that was that was a sign number two that she was not OK, that something was wrong with her and she was about to lose it. And then like, you know, her nose was bleeding, that white stuff. And they were like, what's wrong with her? Like she was just there was a lot of signs that she was like turning to something that was not a normal droid. And I don't know that these things evolve but it seems like that they kind of do because her mental health was deteriorating. And I think when she killed father, I think that was like her breaking point where whatever that little twig that was bending was her last nerve. Like it just broke and she lost it. Like she really lost her stuff because she legit murdered him and then like took out pieces to make sure that he would not be able to get himself back to the ship or back to the I guess the main house to like fix himself like so he was dead and he was going to stay dead. And when the humans came down um, at first, I was pretty happy because I don't know what like it sounded like they were going to be 
the bad guys but i never like to assume because you, sometimes shows like to trick you and make you think that the main characters are the good ones and then you after like watching certain things you realize okay maybe they're not s such good people or maybe it's not so cut and dry maybe you know this group isn't so bad it's just you know they're looking out for their own interests so you know i'm trying to you know play it episode by episode um and it sounded like the humans were really trying to do the right thing because, I mean, if she's breaking down, he's going to be the, literally the only person on this planet. Like, there's no living creatures at all. I didn't realize there weren't any animals until he asked the little boy champion, like, Did, have you ever seen a mouse? And he was like, no. Like, you know, or have you ever seen an animal? And he's like, no. And they were like, well, you know there are animals that are not extinct we we have some you ever seen a mouse i could show you my son has one like that in itself was like oh wow he would literally be the only living creature on this planet and i think that's what father was trying to you know help mom understand and champion like it's not okay for you us to die and you to be here by yourself you like we thought we were going to leave you with five siblings but you're literally the sole survivor you'll be by yourself I do think their mistake was, first of all, assuming that um, the little boy was going to go with them willingly if he saw their mom being attacked. The second one was assuming that she could be just taken down real easily. And I think that's what triggered this whole thing. Um, I don't understand why that android, if he was going to fight her, why he wouldn't like do it in a way where champion couldn't see like that hearing her son scream like that is probably what triggered her to fight and then all shit all all hell just broke loose like it went from you know this is bad to well damn you know i did not expect that to happen i will say that her name being lamia lamia was hilarious because do you know how many people call me that all the time my name is lamia l-a-m-i-a but people call me lamia all of the time and i don't know why they don't see my name looks exactly how it sounds but it cracks me up because i was always under the impression like who would name their child that but i guess that's an android name who knew <laughs> um the last thing i i really um want to point out well let's go back to the android i feel like it's very hypocritical and very on par with the way humans are for them to have a pet android like androids are bad let's hate them but let's keep this one because he might come in handy like humans are trash and that seems right on point with how we are but my last point was i didn't okay when she was in the ship and she killed all those people it looked like most they were mostly men i think they were all men like soldier type i'm not sure what that colony was it didn't seem like like it couldn't have been all of humans it was probably just like a small part of them just maybe out looking for survivors of some sort is what the what i gathered from that but when she was um when she saw like that group down there with the kids it looked like it was like 10 15 of them i thought she was going to take all of them but she only took five so she must have took the kids that we're going to replace the ones that she lost. It looks like the embryos they have must just be duplicates. That's just an assumption because I saw a little Asian girl. I saw a little black boy. I mean, he was the biggest, but he was still like he looked similar. Like if dude would have grew up to be the same age as champion, that's probably what he would look like. So I 
felt bad that she left them like them other kids there to just die like that's real messed up because we really don't even know how many people were on that ship that she basically just blew up like she killed all them and then the one dude is left and he's gonna be um the only sole male survivor like he's a human too on this planet and now since that ship is destroyed i don't know if it's gonna send out a signal that it was destroyed and it'll like signal out to like maybe the rest of the people because i can't imagine that being all of human race like why would they send the all of the human race on a ship searching for survivors that just seems silly and the fact that there was mostly men there makes me think it was probably like some type of soldiers and you know some type of military ship that's just a theory i don't know we'll find out but that's just my lasting thought i really thought she was gonna save all the kids not just five um but i do like that champion knows that his mama is crazy and he is not safe with her she can fly and apparently has some supersonic sound that she can shoot out and just kill everybody so that's going to be an issue i don't know it sounded like from what the other android said that she's an older model so if she was an older model she's no longer an older one somehow and i think it has something to do with the fact that she became a mom she morphed into something different um i really enjoyed this episode i really want to just get back to jump right into the second one but i learned my lesson from from binging 13 reasons why that i'm gonna wait i'm gonna do it one week at a time maybe watch two in a week just because sometimes the second episode or the next episode will fall on a day when i have to work and i've tried to watch something in between and it never works um like just this past uh it was monday night going into tuesday morning i had a horrific a horrific day i ended up working almost another 16 hours and then i had to come to work the next day that same night so i ended up getting like three hours of sleep so wednesday i i was knocked out i think i woke up and i made my son some some food and then i went back to watch i think i was watching chernobyl and i fell asleep again like i literally was up for maybe like five hours of that whole day wednesday so yeah if i don't watch it before my work shifts it's not gonna get watched um maybe one of these days you know i can tell you guys about my day but i'm still trying to mentally cope with it um so i don't know if i'm ready to speak about it but it was a pretty bad day um i lost a patient and i was right there in front of her when she passed we were doing a code for like it was probably about an hour couldn't get a hold of her family um she got sent to the critical care unit and she was basically brain dead so it was a pretty bad it was a pretty bad night um so yeah um i know you know death happens but most of the time usually when patients i have that are dying you expect it and most of the time they're a dnr which is like a do not resuscitate so you don't you know when they pass they just pass but this person should have been a do not resuscitate but their family did not want that so yeah it was pretty gruesome the whole thing was pretty terrible and the last time i was involved in a code blue it was not my patient so i think i was mentally more clear-headed so i could help this time i felt like i was a damn train wreck they were asking me questions and i'm trying to do cpr and it's like 
I cannot do CPR and talk to you at the same time. My, my body is not allowing me to do this. So I had to stop and someone else had to. And then like it took me probably like a good 45 seconds to a minute to even clear my head enough to understand what the doctor was trying to ask me. And, you know, by the time I got it out, I felt ugh, the whole thing was just hot mess. Anyway, I guess I guess I ended up telling you what happened anyway. Actually felt pretty good to get it off my chest. Anywho, um, that's all I got. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. Um, that's all I got for you guys. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Uh, queen of the couch, me, me out. And that was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. I'm glad she's excited for this show as much as I am. Uh, I'm glad she also has a co-signer. Not so happy to hear about your day at work. and I'm, But I am happy to get it off your chest, girl. Get it off your chest anytime you need to get it off your chest. Because you should never let those feelings fester. It's tough being a nurse. I applaud you. I had my my three years of taking care of patients as well. I've had my I've seen it. I've been there. Not the exact same circumstances, but I can relate to somehow. I mean, seeing someone go blue in the face and they ain't breathing, and then they did is not a situation everyone could just walk away from unscarred. So definitely wish you all the best on that. But thanks for sharing because people also need to know it's fucking hard out there hard as far as the episode um you cracking me up about chernobyl uh i mean it's fine i i put it all out there i'm like hey it, every show is not for everybody and i do not expect i know you guys are my road dogs but i never expect anyone to uh just send feedback on a show they don't enjoy they can't get into i have shows that i just watch and i don't actually podcast on and i just um listen to other people's feet or podcast on because i'm like i don't want to research on this shit (laughs) but i'm interested in it so i just listen i don't participate so i think that's nothing wrong with that and i'm not i was not even thinking about chernobyl that was a good show though if you haven't watched it check it out and then you uh cracking on that child who walked into that crater girl i'm so glad you mentioned that because that was me too i was like that big ass hole you couldn't see the big ass hole you just gonna keep walking and your foot didn't go hey i'm in a big ass hole and then was she drowned did she hit her head they didn't try to recover the body i mean they showing me them picking up goddamn skull uh, skeletons and and dinosaur bones but they they couldn't do a quick little dive into well i don't know what the fuck that leads into shoot it could be lava water. he did say it's hotter down there could be lava water so let me stop but yeah I would be like, how the hell you just walk? You was just not paying attention even a little bit. Now about this Android, I'm excited about this Android um, possibly going. Now I'm confused on whether or not this is something they've hidden from the Androids that they could do or and they've been programmed differently. Maybe these were a type of Androids that caused them to have the war. And now these new quote unquote Androids are the so to speak the better versions now the reason why i say that is because i'm an aliens fan and we know we have bishop <laughs> from alien and then we have bishop at the end of aliens alien 3 he was not the worst of guy i mean and, and really scott is a big android person so 
I think he may play with that just a little bit because he has in the past about, you know, what's a good or bad Android. And yes, people are trash because we always make things that we're supposedly scared of. But as long as we think we can have control over them, why not? But it is a technology. I mean, they are spanning galaxies. So it's not like they're going out and and they can go do everything that needs to be done. So it kind of makes sense that they would need to. And we've always built tools. We just don't need to build tools so fucking lifelike that they become human. (laughs) There's that. So yeah, um, I like this idea that she's a mother and she's evolved because uh, that is kind of if you because you've never watched Westworld but we will get you there eventually you got you got Game of Thrones we'll get you to Westworld next where you see hosts coming to to uh sentience in that sense and I think that may be what happened to her but she also has her her goal and what does that look like going forward versus what her programming is uh, I still don't think yet that we've seen the last of the other androids. Um, but that's just my theory. And you mentioned about how he was screaming before. I actually watched that scene three times. Just because the fight was awesome. Uh, but no, actually how it went down is he he didn't scream first. They didn't yank him up until she walked out. And that's when... Jen was given the order like if she tries to at any point try to because she's not going to let this boy go so if she if it ever like basically once she shows up you're going to have to handle her and I think that's when he took her away because at first because he can hear him saying like oh I don't know but he didn't give a last answer especially after he said have you ever seen an animal he's just more like why can't mommy come with me (laughs) basically if she had been asleep for another 25 minutes. Is it possible they could have just convinced him to get up on that ship? Maybe. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking that they were going to be able to very easily separate mother and son. Because if this is the only person he's ever known, of course he's going to have an attachment. That, And I think that's why they were really like he was trying to play a softer note to it. Like, let me try to ease this boy up here. But once she came out, because he knew what she could do, I think they have a much better understanding of the danger she she presents than he does. So whatever these androids have done in the past, clearly some of them might have killed kids. I mean, we just watched her kill a whole bunch of fucking kids. If they're not her kids, they're not kids she cares about. So there's a whole other side in which we're exploring that we in in hindsight the kid sees like okay yeah i kind of also had to go this way because <laughs> there was really no other option that it was gonna go like she wasn't friendly she made it clear they need to leave she made it clear that she might do something in case they do leave and now there's this boy here and no they can't just leave this kid here abandoned as you said on a planet with nobody and father knew that as well She's just, that's not a reality she's going to accept. And I think sometimes when you push for something and push for something, you don't get what you want. And then you put all that grief on top of there. Um, you know, now she's going to put a ban on control that's just ridiculous right now. <laughs> um, but also, she's needed. I mean, look at all the crops she's grown. They were stealing food from her, you know, saying you got enough to feed a village. They don't even have a place to plant livestock yet or plant food so 
where she's found is a cradle and i think that it's going to be important for her to control the new narrative of humanity how far is that going to go i don't know um like i said i'll be interested if she finds marcus next episode or if he actually gets away to those other colonies because if they do and there are two other colony ships that landed um somewhere around because you said there's no women maybe that's where the women are i believe that the uh, the place that she destroyed was the actual ark in itself it was the the instrument needed to travel galaxies so basically everyone is stranded here so it's not even like they have a possibility it's not like they wanted to stay on this planet they hadn't made these decisions yet and now she pretty much eradicated those decisions she killed this the last piece of human technology that could transport them anywhere that probably had a whole bunch of shit that they needed like you said like he was saying animals uh just technology that they'll never get back again Uh, i don't know what these other two we'll see but i I think what she did was fucked up i think we all can agree (laughs) but i am in love with the fact that you are going to be in love with the show as much as i am because this is definitely my jam sounds like shy jam too and we can enjoy this journey together so if you want to send feedback on the next episode again you can send that to blackocouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes leave a review until the next time peace hair grease and black on magic <laughs>